Have you ever wondered why some young people choose to end their lives? Ever wondered who they are and who they left behind? Have you ever wanted to hear their stories? Would you like answers to these questions and many more? Welcome to Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu. Her mission is to shine light on these young people, create awareness for, and educate the world on youth suicide. Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Dr. Lulu and her guests. They are not a substitute for professional advice. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK or send a text to www.crisistextline.org. Now, here's Dr. Lulu. afternoon good morning good evening good night it is dr lulu aka the momatrician coming at y'all with another nice fantastic hopefully educational and uplifting episode of suicide pages the podcast how is everybody doing let me tell you something before i'm done with this podcast in the year 2000 god knows what i would have spoken to everybody from every facet of the world Believe it or not, we have a Canadian, our first, yay, <laughs> Canadian in our midst today. Her name is Karina Hemming, and we talked about the fact that Karina, Karina, because it was by Whoopi Goldberg, was one of my good movies. I love me some Whoopi. So Miss Karina is going to be talking about, talking about some things that are dear and near to her heart. We not only met because we both were involved or speakers in a an international parenting conference that took place in June called Intentional Parenting, where she talked about, are we giving enough? What a, what a nice topic. She talked about how we may be giving too much of ourselves. And one of the things I talk about here all the time is you can't give from a place of empty. So, you know, if you don't have anything to give, you can't give anything. And then you might also be giving too much and then you need to back off a little bit. But so she is no, no stranger to, to, heartache and pain and despair and suffering in a sense that she has also walked her talk. She's had um, depression. She's had anxiety. She's had migraines. She has had family drama. And if you've listened to any episode, you know, I talk about the fact that family drama is numero uno when it comes to just all these things. A lot of times it begins in the family and it invariably ends in the family. So Without further ado, let us meet Miss Karina Hemmings. She's coming all the way from Canada. And yes, yeah, she says about and she says words, just like the Canadians. Hi, Miss Karina. <laughs> Hello, Dr. Lulu. How are you? Thank <laughs> yeah, you so much for doing me, this. How are you? You're so welcome. I'm good. I'm really good. I'm so honored to be here. No, no, no. I'm the excited, honor is mine. So. The honor is mine. Thank you so much. So... You tell me where you want to get started. <laughs> the floor is yours. The stage is yours. Our ears are yours. Where do you want to start, ma'am? Oh, well, why don't I just start with um, the in the beginning? Because I think it makes the most sense. Otherwise, if I start at the end, it, you just have to go backwards. So I knew when I was very, very young, about four and a half or five, that something was, quote, quote, wrong with me, at least in my mind. And I used to cry myself to sleep, begging God to make me normal. Well, thank you. 
goodness, he didn't because normal is boring. Now I won't say it's been an easy, it's, it's, I tell you, I know, I t or, I'm just, I'm not, no, I can't do that. Um, I, I adore my weird and I adore all the quirks and isms that make me me, but it was a huge, long process. So I'm 52 now and um, I spent the first, get out. Well, I'm 50, you know, I'm claiming, you know, I'll be 51 in March. Yes. There you go. That's awesome. Spring babies. Yay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, you know, I went through my first real depression when I was 12 and I only once have ever had a slight bit of suicidal thought. And then I thought if I did that, my mom would be really mad at me for making a big mess on the floor. So I didn't. <laughs> oh my! And that's the lowest I ever got. I know. Don't ask. But I suffered with a lot of um, just super depressive thoughts, a lot of repetitious thoughts, a lot of, I could used to call it broken record brain. Um, I was tall, so I never really fit in. So I was always kind of that awkward kid, bullied. You know, it's a classic story of, you know, pick on that one because then they won't pick on me. It's, it's just the way it goes. Or because that one, is my tall and that one is beautiful and that one is different, so let's pick on her. You know, you actually do look tall, I can tell. I know the... the <laughs> see you but you look tall i mean your head I'm, is i'm all almost six feet tall what yeah. what i know girl, awesome <laughs> i love it i love it and you're beautiful That's, by the way you've got oh, eyelashes thank you so much oh. your, eyes are beautiful. <laughs> your hair is beautiful I, I decided in 2016 my new resolution was to always compliment women because we just we don't oh, get God. enough compliments and we don't even know how to take them when we get them because we're not used to receiving them God, you are my spirit sister. I tell you, I do this all the time. I walk down the road and I'll be going like, oh, I love that dress on you. Go, oh my gosh, you. your smile just lights up the whole, the whole block. I do yes. it all the time. Yes, you see, because you see, that is why you needed to stay. You needed yeah. to be alive. You needed to stay mm -hmm. to help with that. And you've got a beautiful dimple. Your cheeks are beautiful when you laugh out loud. It's just, <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. So thank God you stayed. Thank yes, God. me too. It was, it was hard because I now know that going through my my life has now brought me to a place that I can share it with others and they can empathize and, and let them know that hey there is an end so I had my sons and I was married and we just couldn't figure out I had eating disorders so it was really difficult so it wasn't until I was about 35 and I've been trying you know herbs to try and sort of fix it that this wonderful doctor finally said to me he goes and he asked me five or six different questions, which for the life of me, I couldn't remember if uh, you paid me to. Um, and he said, you know, you have chronic depression. Mm -hmm. And I had been told my, by a doctor before, but the way she approached it was here, you need to take this drug. And I was just like, no, because that's weak and I'm yes. super strong and I'm not gonna do that and it's a stigma. But I love you because that was my story. I was like, wait, I'm oh. the commander. I'm the medical director. Yeah. I'm this black female. I'm a, you know, first daughter. I'm a princess. I don't get depressed and I definitely don't take medications. Really? Uh, <laughs> but I'm suicidal. Drugs though, right? are my friend. I'm just going to say <laughs> drugs are good. Um, especially when they fix a chemical exactly. imbalance exactly. in your brain. I'm giving you a so, high five. Boom, girl. Well, I, love I love it. <laughs> So once I started taking it and I've never had to take a different kind, but the minimum dose, all of a sudden people started saying, what's different about you? Like literally in a week, it was like my brain slowed down all the, I knew I needed help when we were changing windows in our house. So I'm sorry if I skip around a little bit, 
Um, and I was woke up in a panic because I needed, I didn't know where the nails that were going to hold the windows in were supposed to go. And that's when I kind of went, okay, that's just, that's not cool. That is just weird. Mm -hmm. That's, that's kind of like not normal. Like, mm -hmm. all right, we maybe should go look at this. So bless his heart. He was fantastic. And, and it's, that was, that was the time where my life changed. And having then, I've gone through tons of challenges. I still have repeat bouts of depression, but they're less and less and less. And they're farther apart and they're less deep, which is really nice. So there was times where even getting out of bed was so difficult. I had my children and it was so hard to get up and function with them. Yet I was running the house and trying to be superwoman and mostly accomplishing it. And the, my doctor said to me, he goes, you know, I want you to know one thing. It was interesting. I actually spoke about this on my live this morning. He said to me, you are a much better mother than you even know you are. He goes, I need, I tell my depressed moms that you're a way better mom than you even recognize. He goes, wow. he goes, because you guys know, because you have this knowing that you're not, he goes, it just makes you so empathetic. So, yeah. So you know, fast forward, there's been divorce and there's been a relationship and a separation. And now there's an engagement and there was seven years of really intensive counseling Wow! and that really helped. So I'm really in a great space. So when these episodes happen or when these times happen, I call it the elephant leans on me. <laughs> I, I do. I call it an elephant. I feel that like is awesome because that's a heavy weight. But it's a heavy weight. On the um, engagement yeah. for before I forget, congrats. I have ADHD, so I know I go here, there, everywhere, but eventually I do get my points out. But before I forget, congrats. Squirrel, that's what I call it, squirrel. Yes, yes, <laughs> shinyobject.com, yes. I'm, yes, that's, yes. But um, congratulations on the, on the engagement. Hopefully we'll get to hear a little bit about it too. Otherwise, mm -hmm. that's fine too. But I do want to hear about your kids, about, you know, that, that part of how you got to, because you said you had the children is that after that that you got diagnosed or was it before that? Well, I had my children at 26, 27 and I was diagnosed around 35. I'm not entirely sure. So I had them small at home and, you know, it was a little farmhouse that we lived on and heated with a wood stove. And wow. um, we were poor as, as church mice. We were so poor, so wow. poor. Like I would make from the bottom of their dad's work pants, I would make little pants for them. Like, I know what it's like to be broke, you know? So yeah. And, you know, cooking and making everything from nothing and just, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, I'm so grateful that I had the skills to do it. You know, the canning exactly. and the jamming and the baking, you know, thanks mom. Yeah. Thanks but look, at, but look family. at you now, look at I you know. now. I, I mean, who would believe, but you know what? All well, of I was preparing you for, mm -hmm. for now absolutely a thousand percent and people say um all the time i just i loathe this question so bad oh i wish i could go back and if you could go back to being 20 you know what would you do and i would say i get get your buns on medication now yes. <laughs> you know i don't ever want to do that again but mm -hmm. you know i don't wish that on anyone it was such a difficult time and and i think it just shows the level of strength that we as people who who have depression how incredibly strong we are to get through it because the brain lies to you it, it is a big fat liar yes it distorts things it makes you feel like uh -huh. and which which 
of course, while you're going through it, that's all you know, that's all you recognize, that's, that's all you hear. Everything, but yeah. indeed, it, it's not that bad. And it, indeed, it can get better. Indeed, this mm-hmm. will pass. But unfortunately, while you're going through it, uh, uh, it's hard to believe. It feels like it's endless. It feels like, you know, I used to say it was like, it's so nice to not have to fight for every hour, every minute, every second of the day, just to keep my feet on the ground. It's so freeing and it's such a liberating feeling knowing that A, it had nothing to do with me. It was the way I was born. And B, I don't have to work so darn hard to live my life. Oh, Wait, was that best for you? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Were you ever bullied as a tall, beautiful? Oh, <laughs> yes. I've been bullied since I was grade four and right then, and, and then it got really bad in, uh, in grade seven through grade 12. And I went to a couple different schools. It was nowadays they would have brought in all sorts of intervention, but at the time, um, you know, love my mom, but they didn't do anything to step in and protect me. I actually would actually one time phone my really bad bully and I phoned his house to talk to his mom to help me. Wow. Which is pretty, so pretty of you. I know. My counselor was like, you did what? Oh my, like, yeah. I was just going to say you did what? How did, what, yeah. what came out of that? Um, absolutely nothing because he was on the line. and started screaming and yelling at me and I suspect he bullied his own mom too. Um, and, and my mom and, da- and dad never did a thing about it. My mom. Did my they dad know about like, it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. It's shameful, actually, and I did talk to my mom about that. My dad has recently passed, um, and we were not super close, but we we had another relationship. But yeah, my mom said to my mom, "Why didn't you ever go and protect me?" So she probably bonus? didn't know what to do. Oh yeah, she did. She's she's me times ten with all sorts of attitude and do not mess with me kind of stuff. Really? <laughs> so she's she's very outspoken, very. Um, active and proactive person so this is really odd why none of that happens I don't quite get it because she knows what that felt like as as uh, a mom and as a kid who'd also been through that wow (laughs) that's crazy I Uh can't imagine I'm so sorry for for all this worth I know it's in retrospect but that bullying thing mm, mm, mm. did were you like active in sports maybe basketball yes. or i don't know netball yeah or... i did track i swam yeah. competitively yeah, a lot of times I... that will help you yeah. find your own little tribe and little group of people that you all doing this I, yeah I, I did find a few little friends and we were always kind of a little bit you know the kids are just a little bit outside the group of the cool kids kind of thing yeah so i love to tease and say all right anybody that hangs out with me you are automatically in the cool kid trip I know cool that's right. Club because only the cool people come here and yeah. lumps, bumps, and all. I, I just, yeah. So anyway, it's like taught me so much insight and uh, really allowed me to tap into that intuitive side of myself that just I can feel when somebody's not right or people will come up to me and just tell me. So, all these things, as difficult as they were, and not knowing how I was going to get through it into adulthood. I'm very grateful for the lessons. I would not want to repeat it, please. <laughs> Be very clear. However, I would not be able to be the woman I am with the insights and the empathy and the ability to speak and articulate what it is. And I wouldn't have been able to stop the cycle and, re- and, and, and end it in my own family had I not had those experiences 
experiences. So I'm very grateful for those things. Yes. Which is almost sounds backwards, but no, 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 no. But uh, you, no, you, you're not alone. You are not alone. Like Michael Jackson said, indeed, you and many of my my guests have had the same, something similar, if not more, experience of. And then, of course, the reality or the realization that because I went through those dark holes, I can come back on this side victorious and happy. But unfortunately mm-hmm. for you and I and many who, or rather we, we were the fortunate ones, unfortunately mm-hmm. there are some who just succumb to that, to all of that. You had the bullying, then you had the awkwardkid.com, then you had the you know, depression and self-loathing and then bad marriage, which ended up in divorce and having three children and everything. And then some, a lot of people would throw in the towel. And that is why I need this podcast for people to know that yeah. indeed there is light. It, might be, it, might, it may not be visible at that point in time, but there's almost always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And that's why I wanted Some, to. Yeah. It's Sometimes so, it's just a pinhole but it's still there it. and, yeah. and, and it will get bigger. Yes. So I always, I'm a big one about speak out, reach out um, yeah. because nobody can help you. Nobody can help um, support you and nurture you and even just wrap you up in a big blanket and make you a cup of tea or just wrap you in a big old blanket and snuggle yes. you and hold you while you cry. Like we can't do that. We can't be there for you if you don't tell us. So, you know, it's important. <laughs> It's, it's yeah, a good thing we said important. that because I had another, I had a guest from England last week and she, ah. her two words of wisdom, words of encouragement were reach out. That was it. She was just, just mm-hmm. reach out because nobody's going to know. First of all, know that you're not alone. And then secondly, reach out because you, you, yeah. when it happens, you do feel overwhelmed. Like this is just, I'm the only one who's going through this. It's never going to get any better. I hate myself. Everybody hates me. And yeah. The more you let those thoughts come and open the door and let them come in and sit down and get comfortable, the more they're going to, you know, grow and get worse. And then before you know it, like you said, your brain is lying to you 24-7 that you deserve, oh, yeah. to, die, you deserve to be, wow. Yeah, and it gets on that broken record and it's just on repeat and you actually start believing the baloney in your brain, the baloney sandwiches, so you can take the initials, um, <laughs> the nonsense in your brain and me being an one of the things that I thought was so cool was when I went on medication is I remember turning to my husband who I'm still friends with, by the way. Um, we parted before we were, we hated each other. Yeah. yeah I said, I said, I need to leave because honey, uh, I need to leave while I just don't love you. And I still like you because yes. it's not fair to our kids. I like so, that. Point I like being. That. So yeah. Ran like the wind, um, and it's all good. Um, but it's oh, squirrel brain. See, I lost it. Darn, gosh darn it! But it'll pop back in there. <laughs> I forget. ADHD does oh, my ears. <laughs> you were talking about your your the fact that you and your ex husband still talk and all of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's gone. We're just gonna oh, I love it. Forward. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I thought it's it was just gone. me. I'm like that. I'm like, oh my God, I had this good point. And then like at midnight, at midnight tonight, it comes. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing here? Go away. You, you left when, when I needed you the most. I'll send you a message. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe it wasn't meant to come out in today's talk. Maybe when you maybe come not. back, it's going gonna, it's gonna <gasps> to come out. Never know. That would be awesome. So yeah. what do you do these days, ma'am? What's going on? Well, I do an awful lot of um, 
an awful lot of online work. Now I happen to work with uh, a direct sales company called Unique and their mission is to uplift, validate and empower women, which is my jam. That is my, like sounds, what I am. Sounds like Unique. I remember and it's what the other Unique. thing was too. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, good. It's called Unique. Yeah, I did. I remembered it. And I got it now. Let's hear and it. And it was talking about, you know, um, it's a multi, it's, it's uh, about skincare and makeup. And it was about, you know, helping women to realize their worth and to realize that they can, um, you know, leave bad situations. They can change their lives. They can be in charge of their lives. So all of this kind of got me to where I now talk about decide. That's sort of what I'm known for is decide you are enough. And if you had pictures, you can see I've actually got it tattooed on my arm. It says you are enough. And I wrote it in... Um, yeah, elvish script because I'm a big Lord of the Rings story. Wow. And I look at it every single day and it reminds me, even when I'm feeling crappy, that I am enough. Yes. And it took me years of intense therapy to finally believe it, where it's in my core, where I don't, nothing shakes it anymore. It's like, it's, it's, it's there. What I remember was, is that when I started going on medication, it was about two months later, all of a sudden I went, I had no idea I was such an optimistic and half glass full person ever. Wow. I had no idea I was such a happy person. I am oh, wow. positive, happy, and generally, gosh, like what you're hearing, this is me. This oh, is wow. really who I am. Like 95% of the time. Yeah, I'm always like this. It's, it's, no, 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 I'm this so is grateful for my, for the podcast also because a lot of people, can you imagine how many people are just like living in that? that dark space, never knowing that they yeah. have, there's more to their lives and they can actually, what maybe mm -hmm. in this case, maybe not a blue pill, but like one little pill can make the yeah. difference if they only knew, just got diagnosed and maybe yeah. the right doctor, like in your own case, it took a minute for your doctor to say, boom, that's what it is. But once Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. And, and to be able to realize that it, your depression is masking who the real beautiful sparkling magical you that you are yes. and it's like it throws this big cloud over you so you know it's like like a veil and people get to see you but they can't see all of you and when yes. you do get your medication or you get the therapies you need it allows the real you to come like shining out and and i believe that with every like goose bumping hair on my body that your true self gets hidden by this mental illness and it is not your fault it is how you're built i mean sometimes it's situational sometimes it's the way you're born and it just is so you know do what you need to do to like pull that veil away because it's oh my gosh it's magical on this side oh it's so cool i love, it. I love you so much <laughs> your light definitely shines bright through the screen i know the the listeners can't see you but hopefully they can hear the truth and they can hear the passion and the energy and the fun in your voice mm -hmm. I, I do i'm a 100 percent extrovert but even even with an as an extrovert i still have my down days they're not oh. many they're few and far between thank god but i do have my down days and most people don't believe it, like never, like what? You never, they just think I'm always, always a happy person. And people like to like, if you're feeling down, call her and she's, <laughs> call her and she's gonna make you feel better. Yeah. Or yeah. I'll keep it real and then make you feel better. But I'll, but I'll make you feel better. 
I, I would call you. I would call you a phony baloney if you said you were never down. I said, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, hand me another nonsense I mean, story. The best Everybody, it, but yeah, it's awesome. how you rise from the ashes, like that beautiful phoenix that we all are. We all have inside. Yes, yes. If we don't have the sadness, we can't embrace and cherish the gladness. It's that whole light dark thing. You have to have one without the other. So, one of the things that I that I remember being told is it's not going to. Um, make me not feel. So a lot of people are, uh, and part of it was me, A, the stigma of taking the medication and B, that it would change me, not recognizing that the quote change was really just letting myself come out. And that he said, you're still going to feel happy and sad and all the things it's going to be. He just, you're not going to go off the rails with sad. I think the best way he explained it to me, and I, and I really like this. So for those of your listeners that um, really struggle with more depression than any, you know, having that, that manic or that high energy sign that he said is the serotonin in your brain. He goes, most people who don't deal with this, they've got this wonderful keeper who gets paid regularly and he's awake on his job and he knows when to shut the gate and say, okay, little serotonin's no more of you going in there. You need to wait for a while because it's too full. Well, mine was born really sleepy and really lazy and he likes to nap <laughs> a lot. So he just leave it. the gate wide open and there's too many serotones coming in and now they got to call out the, you know, the fire brigade to get them out. So wow. now that uh, he's, he's gotten his uh, proper night's sleep and, and been retrained now, he knows how to open a shot and every now and he gets lazy, but that's okay because now I know it's just um, a temporary thing and it won't be as bad. But um, that's kind of how I explain it. It's like a gatekeeper in your brain that most people have one that automatically goes when shut off. Mine doesn't. It's not built that way. So by taking the medication, it gets my brain functioning the way it needs to and keeps it happy, keeps it healthy. So there you go. <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. That's a very good way to put it because only because... Not all doctors have a, have a way with words and not all mm. of us are that communicative that we get creative with the, the explanation. I usually try to get very, very down to very granular with my explanations. I even draw pictures and just help them mm-hmm. understand just something as simple as ADHD and what's going on in your brain. But that's a nice way to put it when it comes to depression. The fact Thank that you. You know, the, the gate man is sleepy and just can't get up. And I love that. That's very, very good. And I love yeah. the fact that I have to say this because you're not, a, you're not worried about, and of course you're Caucasian and that may sound, I don't know, is it ethnicist or what? I don't know. But yeah. the fact that you're not Whatever. a say that your medication, it's important because many African-Americans, many Africans is like, what medication for what? No, mm-hmm. we're going to go to church. Uh, we're going to try to um, pray that over. Pray that out of you. Yeah, yeah you know. We have it here too. I, so I, I, love, I need the energy. I need people. I, I need them to. Now not every medicine is for everybody. Mm-mm. But I need you to have that open mind that it could also work for you. And so yes. why don't you try it? Just try yeah. it. And, and do work. all. And pray. And have healthy things. And it's here too. It's just becoming. It's in the last 10 years has been. A, or. Yeah, there's been a real push in our society, especially in Canada, um, of really um, showing some high-level athletes, some high-level people are coming out saying, I struggle with depression. So the stigma is easing. But when I was, you know, 27, it was still, it's a dirty word. Are you sure about Um, that? Are you sure it's easing? What world, girl? 
not in, in, even in, that in. come around here girl like, it is oh, so, like, hopefully soon or maybe it's just that i'm more comfortable with it and i really don't yes. care if anybody has a yes. meltdown about it. like go ahead they are self-inflicted wounds we do not mm. have to treat it that way we don't we don't have to but mm. over years there's a lot of distrust there's a lot of yes. oh my god misunderstanding there's a lot of ignorance there's a lot of resistance yeah. change and we're all thinking you know mm -hmm. the old-fashioned let's keep doing it this this way and maybe just maybe we'll get a different result no, you're not going to get a different result. That's, That's the definition of insanity. Thank Doing the same much. thing over and over and expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Yes, ma'am. All day. <laughs> and so at this point is like, we're hoping that with people like you and me and more of my guests and just more people over, all over the world, just embracing the fact that mm -hmm. let us start talking about the fact that this is real. It is killing our it children. Is. It is killing mm -hmm. most of the guests that spoken to our adults, but they all went through their trauma as children. So oh, absolutely. Killing our children. We have, we just need more parents to, to just come and oh, just understand and just bear with their children and just know for sure that this, is real. A happy child is not going to tell you, mom, dad, I want to kill myself. Never, never. It, even the sad children won't if they, they just get quiet and then they're gone. And I always, I used to look at it, oh, it's so selfish and, and used to hear that. And now I look at it as, oh my gosh, there's was so much pain and they were in such a sad place and in such a depth that they saw no other way they saw they didn't even have that pinhole so it, it breaks my heart because of already being in knowing what depression feels like to imagine it to magnitude that big yes. my heart just breaks yes. so leave the stigma and maybe the medication doesn't work but at least you can say you've tried, tried. it thank you you know at least you've it, tried it, it. it's, it's not like gonna hurt you shoes. you're not it's like buying it, a pair it, of it's shoes like, the very yeah, exactly. size eight, even a nice dress at Ross. I don't know if you guys have Ross. <laughs> yes, we even do. Nice dress, even though just because it says size four, when I try it on, it may be a little snug uh, around the booty, but uh, there may be a size six would fit better. And yeah. maybe even a size two will fit better, but it's around that four. So yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm allowing myself to not say, oh, because it's a four, it must fit. It might not fit. <laughs> medication you could try it might not fit this one might not be the right one for you and then maybe exactly. it was, and then you know it's no longer like your dress was your size and it's no longer because you've put on weight or you've lost weight i mean i'm just people yeah. just need to be more yeah. open to the fact that it may not always be the way you think it's going to be and you know be so Fixed. you know it makes me laugh because life isn't the way we think it should be yet we think with mental health that it should only be a one-size-fits-all so it always it. makes me chuckle and i'm like it. okay you know have you thought of it this way how does life work like that for you so why should you do medication like it's <laughs> let me let me let me let me put something really funny there's a there's okay. a, a post i saw a couple of days ago on one of the groups that i'm in about I think side gigs or something. And mm. the post was about, uh, it was a little child who was being held, a toddler who was being held and helped to walk. And he said, when, when kids are learning how to walk, just because they fell, they don't fall 50 times while trying to walk and say, oh, this is not for me. No, they get up <laughs> the 55th, 51st, 50th time and say, I'm yeah. still going to try walking and, I'm, and by George, I'm going to get it. You don't just stop, oh, I've, only, I've fallen 
50 times. So that's the number of times I'm going to try walking. No, they're going to mm-hmm. keep on trying to learn how to walk until they get it. And the same thing with, yeah. with mental health and, and just people overall and just allowing yourself. And indeed, it's not as light as we say, but it can be. You just have to get the right mindset. And like someone else said earlier today, you have to just believe that I, I can change. Believe that I can change. Me. I'm the one who's yeah. sad and depressed. And then push forth the efforts and reach the people that you need to reach to and reach out to who you need to reach out to. And then, yeah, I think, I think I want to kind of just add to that a little bit about that, that I can change in mindset. I think um, from a, a position of being um, where I, I remember so vividly, it wasn't so much that I wanted to change, but I knew something needed to change. And by doing that first step out, then after I was able to actually change and actually change my mindset because my brain was, running the way it needed to so i wasn't able to have that kind of mindset like i do now i wasn't able to have that kind of where i was going to change the way i was thinking because i was it was it's like being on a a rutted road where you you could try and get out but you and you just keep putting back in but when somebody puts a little ramp for you like your yes. medication then it. you can start building a new track so it's the same sort of oh, thing in my brain that so is beautiful that's why i, I just look at it a little it- bit different Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I couldn't have put it a better way. That is amazing. Mm. That is true. Put a ramp Welcome. and help you. And also maybe even just the ramp to just help so you can hold on to it while you learn yeah. how to, you know, I love it. Yeah, that. exactly. So you don't fall off, but also you can hold on to so support as well as, you know, support. <laughs> what else? I yeah. love it. I love it. Wow. For sure. Well, um, what, where can the listeners find you? Where can we find you because you just... i'm on facebook <laughs> everywhere on facebook <laughs> so you're not one um, of those instagram people or what's the other one I, i'm on instagram as well and i'm on pinterest and i just started my youtube channel which is kind of fun i want to um, hear that what's, what's the youtube channel um what's it what's it called oh yeah well you and i gotta talk um we gotta get all your podcasts um where you do video yes oh girl <laughs> I want to be a guest. I want to be a guest. What? What? I. I am volunteering myself. <laughs> so, um, YouTube is where people can upload videos, and they can talk talk about anything. I mean, and some of it's a little spooky, but that's you know whatever. Um, but I tend to go on there and talk about makeup and skincare, and and I would say if a little a little bit of mascara and a dash of lipstick makes you feel like you can conquer the world, then party on, because um, if oh, that's going to give you that boost of confidence you need, I don't care. I need you in my life.com. I need you in my life.com because I wear makeup, but maybe like to church and that's it. I wear it every day because it makes me feel good. Yes, I have nothing against makeup. I'm mostly just, just, I don't have enough time or what, I don't know. I, I just mostly like, I just don't have enough time. I'm always doing something until the last minute. I'm like, okay, I got to go now. I got to go now. Yeah, that's your squirrel brain. Because I just signed up to be an independent consultant for Rodan and Fields. And <gasps> I can't sell makeup. Look at me. I can't sell all that okay. product. Like, <laughs> we're not, we, are, we aren't in your country yet, or I would have asked you. So there you go. Oh, but wow. yeah, no, I'm kind of all over the place. So if you uh, find me on Facebook under Karina Metz, M E T Z dash Hemming, H E M M I N G, you'll find me. Um, I'm the one with this, the 
crazy hair and the big giant smile and um, <laughs> it's all about makeup and stuff and ambition isn't a dirty word and all those sorts of things. So that's where you'll find me um, there. And I'm always open to talk to people. Um, I've also part, um, I'm an admin of one of the uh, depression anxiety groups that I'm quite involved with. It's a very small group I'd and be, we've I'd actually be, gotten together. Okay. And we, I will. <laughs> and it's just some lovely people that really are close and we're keeping the group small. We don't want it to be this giant overwhelming group. So we just keep things small. And then I also have a group on, on Facebook called the decide tribe and it's a it's mom's makeup and more, but we talk about everything. We talk about, you know, when your kids won't leave you alone to go to the bathroom or when you're like running out and you forgot one one sock because you had to go or you know we talk about meals and we talk about everything so it's just a nice fun little place to kind of hang out but um the decide, yeah the, the decide it's called decide tribe not oh, the decide, D, not, not the decide tribe okay and then it's got a space mom makeup and more so it's kind of fun there so that's where we hang out my little vip and i of course do makeup in there that's where all my little fun little treats are yeah, so for everyone so uh, I, I don't know how long i'm gonna last in the makeup group but i i, I hey you'll do fine I get and get some inspiration you never know and then i'll you know what it, it takes time experience. and practice listen the idea of me being a pediatrician scares the banana like like sandwiches right off my mouth plate because it's like holy cannoli man no way yeah so i i get it so you're kind of going whoa makeup and i'm going whoa pediatrician i know different story <laughs> Girl, you'll learn. It'll be fine. You're gonna be fine. We'll hang out. I'll teach you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All yeah. right. Well, did you have so two things uh, before I let you go? We know where we can find you. We can find you on YouTube. Mm. What's your YouTube channel? What's the name of your YouTube channel? Your YouTube channel. Oh, I haven't. I forget. I don't know. I'll, I'll send you a message. I, I love it. Karina Hamming. I don't I know. Love, I only you know, got like so nine originals. You're so original. I am Wait. one of a kind. Thank God the world couldn't handle two of me. I begged I know. them off. I, I thought I was crazy. Said to God, please don't give me girls. One of me is enough. I love it. Oh, I got two sons and I said, thank you, God. One of me in this universe is enough. I know. <laughs> me too. I have three sons. I don't have a daughter. I'm, oh, there I'm, you go. I'm the queen bee. I'm the one and only in that. <laughs> I'm good. You know? I tell my boys, okay, I'm the empress now because there's so many boys. Even my dog's a boy. I'm like, okay, mama's the empress now. We got, we got uh, upgraded from queen. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, let me see. So mm. I, need, I need a favorite quote from you, Mama Sita. And then I need a going away words of advice for my, my little followers. Okay, uh, this is what it is. My my word of advice or what you guys are going to remember me for forever it's going to be burned into your brains <laughs> is decide you are enough enough i knew you were going there hmm. i love it I decide love it. that you are enough and and when you decide you're enough you'll do the things you need to do to make your life the best for me whether that be pick up the phone and make that doctor appointment whether it be take that medication whether it be go for that walk whether it be you know I'll go to that group or go to your church or whatever it is that you need to help you be the happiest and best that you can be. And if taking a little pill helps that too, then you decide that you are enough and you are worth enough to take that. Um, what was the other thing? Cause my brain forgot. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> the next one is what are the just parting words 
going away words for my listeners, like words of advice? Yeah, I think my words are that you are important, you are needed, you are unique, you are special, you are loved, you are magical. And even though you might be stuck behind that veil of depression, there's something really magical and special that when that gets lifted, is going to make you go, wow, that's why I'm here. Yes. This is why I needed to stay. And you're just so important. And you may not think so, but I, I would put every last thing I own on the table to say someone does. Amen. And I'm going to say Dr. Lulu would be one of the people that would miss you if you weren't here. And I know for sure I would be one. Amen. And I may not know you, but your, your spirit would be missed. And that wow. would be sad. Thank you. So that was stay. So profound. So, profound. so stay. I saw something. On, um, I saw something online once. They were, yeah. I forget the name, but so many words of, of encouragement for when you're suicidal words to mm-hmm. help stay or help you you know just stay one more day and one of them was so profound i can't remember it now but it was so profound it was like just for the fact that you're here today something as simple as that is a mm-hmm. reason for you to stay and i just thought wow nothing major just the fact that you woke up this morning and you're still here because many people as you know went to bed and didn't wake up didn't. so for the fact that you're here today is yeah reason for you to stay i love that I often say to people, they go, how are you today? And I say, I'm fabulous. I said, I, I, I opened my eyes this morning or I didn't wake up on the underside of daisies. So yeah, I, I'm like, the fact that you open your eyes today is a gift. Yes. And even if it's hard, it's still a gift. And we're glad you're here. We're grateful you're here. Very grateful. Wow. That was amazing. <laughs> you were awesome. You were fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I have been able to knock on work, thankfully, maybe of my... 20 or more guests that I've had, maybe one of two of them that I didn't really quite connect the energy with, but yours and mine is definitely in love. <laughs> and, and very many of my guests, even those that are introverts, I'm able to kind of milk it out. I'm able to pull it out of them. And I see have a good time. I wish this was live. I wish I could see you. I would give you a huge, huge evergreen hug. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> It was fantastic. I, I, I give myself a squeeze, but that's yeah. for you and for and and here's one for all your listeners. Yes, thank you. And I know the listeners can't see you, but she is squeezing away and just trying to love hug from here. Thank you yeah. so much, Karina. You were amazing. I know you have blessed you. me, and I know you've blessed others. And I've, I'm going to take the words you said. I'm going to take them straight to my wife. Decide you are enough, and then take the steps to be the happiest and best that you can be. And, and it doesn't get any better than that. So thank mm-hmm. you so much for gracing our pages today. Ladies and gentlemen, you okay. heard from Miss Karina Hemmings. She came all the way from Canada, our neighbor next door, and she laid it all out for you. Listen intently, share this, share this podcast, right? Tell friends about it. She dropped nuggets after nuggets. I, I, at one point, I was like, I'm not going to bother to do a, a summary because sometimes I try to summarize it. But it was so many and so good. But essentially, she shared that she has definitely been to the end of the road and she's on her way back and has shot past and she's past go. She collected 200 and she's way on her way to, to success. And um, to think that we just met by chance because she reached out to me because she had some questions about 
some family drama. And then I was like, listen, ma'am, I need you to be on my podcast. And she was like, yes. <laughs> she didn't even <laughs> hesitate. She was like, I will be. I love that. And so thank you so much. I appreciate it. May the good Lord bless you. May the universe meet you at your point of need. And um, I know I will see you someday. I'm supposed to be in Canada to do for its speaking engagement in October. I don't know if I'm going to come or not, but if I am, I will make sure that I let you know. Okay, Miss Karina? Yes, please. I would love to squeeze you in person. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And I'm going to say so long, farewell, and we'll see you soon. So long, farewell. <laughs> I wish to say goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye.